Welcome to your Life and Restaurant Podcast, the podcast of restaurant owners, by restaurant owners, for restaurant owners, where together we discover a better life, balance, and profits. Here is your host, Jose Pepe Lamas. Hello, welcome my restaurant heroes. Welcome to another episode of Your Life and Restaurant. The life and podcast dedicated to restaurant leaders that every day go to work and keep buggering on in this tough industry that is the restaurant world. I have a great podcast for you today. It's all about the power of your environment. How environment shapes us whether we want it or not. And how it can create an impact in your personal life and your business. I was introduced to this concept when I was reading a, a book on habits. How the environment, it's this invisible hand of the environment, the author called it. If you want to know, the book is called Atomic Habits. Great book. Very good book about habit building. And the author says there's always this invisible hand in the environment. That is shaping our habits. It's shaping how we act. It's shaping what we do. And sometimes we don't know. We don't consciously know it's there. But rest assured, it is there. And it's subtly shaping your life. And I was introduced to this. And the author suggests that you create a better environment for the traffic, for the habit you want to build. For example, if you want to go out and start running, it's a good idea to put your running shoes, your running shorts, your running attire close to you inside, set it up the night before, that's you setting up the environment for success. If you want to start tracking stuff, put make make it easy. Make it make the environment easy to do the right thing. And I always try to do this in my personal life. And the other day I got a thought that, how come I have never thought about this in in the business aspect? And it's the same thing. If I want my team members to do certain actions to have more compliance in, in the rules and the policies, you know, how I want them to act, I have to make sure they have the right environment to do the right thing as well. So it's something I'm trying to incorporate now into the workplace. For example, we have we serve uh, certain items on the menu. If you're familiar with Mexican food, chicken fajitas, nachos, stuff like that. We serve them with uh, guacamole, wok, and sour cream. And we used to have this small ramekin dishes and we would always lose them. There were this tiny two ounce, one ounce ramekin dishes and we would always lose them somewhere in the dishwashing area. So then we changed into other ones that were, that could be, when they were washing the dishes, they could be, they could stick to the trash, to the magnet thing so they wouldn't go in the trash. And it still didn't work. So we were always buying these things. So then one of my team members, 
team member suggested, why don't we do the pla- the paper ones? Those are very cheap, and and they will do the same. They will have the same uh, effect. And I'm like, that's a great idea. So we started having paper ones now, where if you order small walk mole, small second, we just give you this paper things, and it's and you could throw it away. Well, I've been having the problem with my kitchen. That's while well, in the meantime, where we were trying to figure things out, they were. Instead of uh, putting them on this one ounce ramekins, they were grabbing this other ramekins and they were kind of just put this bigger ones where we put the salsa and they were kind of putting guacamole and sour cream in the same in the same container. And it's fine, but it's not the presentation I wanted to do with my food. And it's also they were probably giving out more than the actual one ounce or two ounce that we have. So in in a um, Portion control wasn't a good idea either or presentation. So now we have this paper things. And since they kind of gotten used to, they built the habit of putting them in this other things. I'm having a little trouble with them getting used to putting them back now in this paper ones. So as I was thinking about the environment, I'm like, okay, where do we have this paper ones? Okay, so there's when there's two people in the line. The one, the paper things are closer to the other guy who serves also. And there's some uh, chipotle mayo sauce, green sauce and all that. That's the other guy. So the, they're close to him. The guy that serves the guacamole and the sour cream, they're far to him. They're out of reach. They're even out of hand's reach. So I'm like, no wonder he will reach for the bigger ones when they're closer to him. Right? So now what I did... Not only have I told them we have to serve them on this. Now I put some of the paper cups right in front of the other first guy that serves them. Right in front. So it's even easier. So I made it easier. I changed the environment so he could have an easier done filling them out to be. And a funny thing happened. One of the cooks, I don't know if you realize that I did that. And then the other day he was telling me, he's like, oh, I put these things here. It's better, it's easier, and I just grab everything here. And I was like, great idea. Because sometimes you have to let your ego aside. You, you sometimes don't get so caught up on well, whose idea was it. Who It doesn't matter as long as it gets done. And that's something I encourage you. If sometimes you have an idea and you work the way for your team members to do it and somehow they think it's their idea, who cares? As long as it gets done, it doesn't matter who does it, as long as it's good for the business. So that's one example of how to redesign your environment to ensure compliance. Another thing is, we have been giving lollipops to little kids for a long time. Since I started working there 17, 18 years ago. And it was custom, and little kids, kids that have grown up with us, now that they're 35 years old, 40 years old, they bring their kids and... They give them some lollipops. So it's something that right now as we had all the turnover and through COVID and and new faces coming in, they kind of forgot that we have to give these lollipops to the kids, right? So then I thought about it. Well, where where are these lollipops? And there are kind of on the bottom of our where our coffee is and uh, we have... uh, teas and stuff like they're at the bottom of that and sometimes they just get pushed in there and they throw bags and they so 
out of sight, out of mind. Sometimes they say that, right? Out of sight, out of mind. So I was saying, I'm making it more difficult for my servers to grab this, have them like in this little bucket. I was making it hard on my team members to grab this little bucket and go out. And especially if they see it right there hidden and full of trash and they have to, of course, they're not going to do it. I'm making it hard for them. So now I put a new place for this lollipops, took them out from there, put them in their view when they're taking the checks. So I made it easier. And guess what? I'm having little success with this. And that's what I mean by we are slaves to our environment. The power of environment, it's insane. Very subtle changes can put you in the spot to succeed. So now, as I started these two things, and this was just last week that I was thinking about this. Now I need to set up a time to think of what else I want to fix. What, how much the environment's contributing. And what can I do? What changes can I do to make sure team members, my servers, my cooks, my dishwasher, my bussers do the right thing? And sometimes when you're running a business, um, you can't be micromanaging all the time. You can't split yourself in two or three or four, even though sometimes I know you wish you could. But you have to kind of set this environment around that will... Ensure that even when you're there, they, they, they know what to do. And that's something you must incorporate in your system. That's an, uh, it's something that must be thought about. And a lot of the problems, a lot of, a lot of the time, you'll find solutions just by sitting down, putting things on paper, and thinking about it. And your mind will come up with solutions, and then you got to go out there and implement them. So I want you to think of this as the power of environment. And I want you to think of in your life, and you can use this also as in your personal life, what habits do you want to change? What's something that you want to change? And think about your environment. Think about, am I making this thing difficult for me? Am I buying treats all the time? Am I, am I buying ice cream? I'm trying to lose weight. Am I buying my fridge, is, my freezer is full of ice cream. Well, the odds are that if there's ice cream there, you're going to go eat it. So a subtle change you could do is maybe don't bring ice cream, don't bring bread. Another another thing for me was that I want to have good water consumption. I recommend that water is half of your weight. So if you weigh 180 pounds, then you're supposed to drink 90 ounces of water daily. It's a rule of thumb. So I had the, my water and like in the garage and stuff. So it was harder for me to so to go out there and get it. So now we always move one case of, of water bottles in the kitchen. And also, I try every morning to fill out my jug so I could have my water intake. And that's all things that you have to redesign your environment to make sure to help you with your habits. Because I said earlier... The environment doesn't care if you acknowledge it or not. It's there. And if you don't see what things are compromising your habits that you're trying to change in, in your personal life and in your business, they will still compromise them because they're there. So you must somehow take time to think 
and start changing them. And that's why it, it's it's so powerful, this, this environment concept. And we also see it in, in families where the environment these kids grew up in affected the trajectory of their life. And sometimes in kids, we, we're born blank in essence. They say babies uh, only have two fears, fear of fall, uh of falling, and I can't remember the other one, but those are two only innate fears. Everything else was a product of how we were brought up, product of our environment, and this has been so powerful that you even see it in households, as I said. People that grew up in a more supportive environment and uh, where they were taught the right things grew up in different, where they saw different things, and, uh, and all that was the environment, and sometimes... Sometimes people were dealt a bad hand. You can always change it, though. I always believe in the power of change, the power of attitude, the power of being positive, and that we can always change our life. People do change. Is it hard? Does it take work? Absolutely, but it can happen. And that's something that's that's, that's very powerful, and not a lot of people think of uh, what's contributing to the good things in my life and what's contributing to the bad things in my life, and how can I redesign my house, my workplace, and everything. So, that's my little talk about the power of environment as we reach the end of this podcast. The book, again, is called Atomic Habits. Pretty good book. You should go pick it up. It's not that big. Very quick read. Or you could also listen to it in an audiobook format. I actually listened to it in audiobook format. So good. I heard it twice. And I bought a printed copy so I could read it. And uh, it gives you a lot of tips and tricks. It talks about environment. It talks about how you can make little or small in the habits, small changes in your life that would produce great habits. And wh- who doesn't want to change their habits? I mean, we all have this certain tendencies and habits that sometimes we don't even know exist. So check it out. It'll be a great book too for your personal life. And then also start thinking, what environment, what habits do my team members have? And how environment's impacting them? And that brings us to Ines, my restaurant heroes. I hadn't, hadn't recorded a podcast in, in almost a month. There was some things going on. And, and of course, uh, it's no excuse. There's never your, you should never have excusitis to make. And but we're in our busy season of the year. It is July and uh, and summer, and uh, we're we're at the beach and it's busy. So that that's good. But here we are in July twenty sixth. Uh, another new podcast for you. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for your downloads. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for your support. It's always good to see the numbers go up. So always see more downloads because that is fuel to me. That is fuel to me to come over here and serve you and give you good value and appreciate you out there that you take this time listening. And as always, my goal is to add value to you. And as always, my goal is for you to take something from this. Because even if you just take one thing, it's already a success. You are already better. Thank you. And we'll see you again in two weeks. Have a great day.